you've been keeping up with some of the things that's been happening uh, via email and all that's been going on, you know that we've taken a few weeks of a break here at Re3 as far as meeting together in person, but we are streaming. And so we're going to do something a little different this morning that um, we've never tried. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Tim and I, in just a little bit, are going to sit down and have a very interactive conversation with whoever may be out there in uh, Facebook land that would like to kind of talk back. Um, Daniel and Charlie are going to come up and do some songs, and uh, you'll actually have a chance to request a song or two if you would like, and we'll see if we can pull it together. Um, so yeah, so that'd be fun, right guys? They're ready to rock. All right, a couple of announcements really quick as we get going. Um, I do want to um, let everyone know that the Boston Butt um, Cookout fundraiser that we're going to do prior to Christmas. We kind of put a pin in that and, and held that back for a few weeks. That's actually going to happen this coming Saturday. So uh, we'll be out here at the church on the property um, beginning at 8 a.m. on Saturday cooking up all the Boston butts. So if you ordered one, um, they'll be ready for you around 6 o'clock Saturday night or you can swing by Sunday morning and pick one up. Um, if you have not ordered one yet, just contact the church office. We have a couple left and we'll be sure to kind of add your name to that and hold that for you. So uh, we definitely have that going on. Um, we, we sent out an email email this week with an updated um, budget and leadership team uh, for 2021. We also want to let you know that the new building that we are in the process of acquiring, we're going to finalize everything this week. And as soon as we get the keys and ready to go, uh, we'll do a bit of an open house for everyone and then um, start scheduling some work days. And so hopefully we can get everything ready to go by the end of the month. And uh, first of February, we can open up our brand new Project Re3 Mission Hub. So we have that going on too. So lots of stuff happening, even though... Uh, COVID and everything has still kind of slowed everything down. We still have a lot that we're involved with, a lot that we're trying to do, and would love to have you be a part of it. But um, with all that being said, I think Daniel and Charlie are ready to play a little bit. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and open us up in prayer, and then we're going to sing together. All right, let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for allowing us to gather together once again, um, just as a church. Whether or not we're here physically, or we're sitting at home on our couch, or maybe laying in bed, looking at, this, looking at our, t our phone, um, whatever it may be, we're, you're there with us, Lord, and we thank you so much for that. God, I just pray that this morning that our praises are just turned over to you, that, that uh, as we look back at the year that was, that you know, we don't focus on the things that were negative. We don't focus on the things that um, have been extremely trying and hard for us. Uh, but, Lord, that we can find praise in all that happens. And, um, Lord, I pray that we just celebrate that together to, um, with you, with one another. Um, and, and, Lord, I just thank you for that. God, I pray for the service this morning. I pray for all that's going to be said and done. I pray that um, everything that we do brings honor and glory to your name and a smile to your face. And it's in your holy name that we pray. Amen. It was still in it. It, yeah. it wasn't like God disappeared. It wasn't like um, he left his throne and went on vacation for a year. Yeah. He was still there. There were still positives that happened. And, I, you know, we were talking, mm -hmm. you really can't start something new until you kind of have closure mm -hmm. on something that's ended. Mm -hmm. And 2020's ended, and I think so many people mm -hmm. are like, I just want to get it behind me. Mm -hmm. I don't want to think about it anymore. I really think if you do that and, and the last taste in your mouth mm -hmm. Is that negative? Mm -hmm. I just think that has to carry over with you. What do you, what do you think? Absolutely. I mean, that, that would, you know, in a lot of ways, that this is kind of a, a world racism that we learn, but you, you, that, that, you, you know, how you start the next thing is determined by how you end the thing you're mm -hmm. in now. And so just the idea of, you know, and even this, this whole year has been a, a trial of what is your focus on? Because it's so easy to focus on all the, all the bad things because there's plenty of that stuff to focus on. Mm -hmm. You know, but, but are we going to end this year by focusing on 
the blessings and the good things, because there were plenty of those too, if you know, if you look for them. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And so that's what we want to do this morning. We want to give you guys a chance to, um, man, even if it's tough, to kind of go back through and walk back through the last 12 months of your life and, man, really try to find those moments where God did show up, where there was answer to prayer. Uh, maybe prayers that have been asked for years, and it revealed itself mm-hmm. last year. And because of all the craziness and the turmoil of the world, maybe you just haven't had a chance to really stop and celebrate that. And so that's what we want to do mm-hmm. this morning. And we're going to give you guys a chance. Um, we have our computer open right in front of us. Um, we have a lot of folks right now watching on Facebook Live. We would love for you to comment if there was something, or, or maybe several things even, that happened last year that you can give praise for, that was an answered prayer, that, man, was just some type of breakthrough, something great that happened in your life, we, will, we want to celebrate that this morning. And we're going to be um, just talking about those things personally. And I would also like to talk about things collectively as a church body, Absolutely. as as a re3 community. Yeah. So you had a couple things that jumped out at you this year that I know you thought were, were pretty big. Yeah, I mean, I know even for me, you know, one big shift for me in my personal life was um, I personally kind of felt that I wasn't supposed to be doing youth anymore. And so I know you enjoyed that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think one of the good things that, that came from that is now we have these new additions of, of Quentin and Leslie yeah. are now in our church family. And, and I think they've been an amazing addition, they, and they bring a, a, an, an awesome voice um, to, to our Re3 family. Right. So if I understand correctly, then what you're saying is the best thing that happened to Re3 this year was Quentin and Leslie. Maybe, maybe we need to rethink this whole how great was this year, really. I mean, <laughs> we kid. And it is. They've been great. They have been great. They really had. You know, and so I, I know it's been a, a great shift for me to kind of focus on some of the things, but just having them in the, in the church has been great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, for me, one of the things that, I loved about this year was another trip to Jamaica with with Jaw yeah. Works, and um, you know usually on average, you know our church is seven years old now. Yeah, we do five to six mission trips a year, mm-hmm. um, domestically and internationally mm-hmm. combined. Uh, twenty twenty, we did one. Yeah, you know we we were actually the team that I was on in Jamaica. We were actually there the uh, first week of March. So when everything was kind of going crazy here and COVID had just started yeah. breaking loose here in the states, we were in Jamaica, wondering yeah. what in the world are we coming home to? Like, are we even going to get to come into the to the back to the country? I mean, that was actually uh, a remote fear that we had. Uh, we were in Jam- Jamaica when they had their very first case, yeah. and and so there was, um, you know, a lot of unknown and apprehension on that trip, but man, it was such a good trip again, and the, um, and Megan and TJ and, and and the folks at Jaw Works do such an amazing ministry there in Jamaica, providing clean water systems mm-hmm. for them, and we've done this trip now for a few years, and I've got it penciled in for 2021, yeah. like my hope is that something will happen um, radically that will allow us to be able to go back to Jamaica this year, um, but to me that was, at least we got in one, you know, yeah. at least we got in that one mission trip. And you guys did get back by the skin of your teeth. Yes, yeah, we did. Because yeah. we, we were emailing with the leadership team while you guys were there, about, are we even going to have church this Sunday? Yeah. And you're like, what? What are you, why wouldn't we have church this Sunday? What are you talking about? Because you guys had no idea what was happening in no, the States. and my wife Beth was sending me pictures of Target and the toilet paper um, <laughs> aisle that was completely empty. And um, so normally I like to bring back souvenirs to the family when I go on mission trips. I brought back literally a suitcase of toilet paper because I didn't know what we were getting into. So, um, so we have some nice Jamaican toilet paper at our house still. Um, 
So what, what ply is it? If you need it, uh, is one ply. <laughs> they don't. They don't splurge a lot there on toilet paper. Uh, but uh, yeah, so we got to do a mission trip. That was that was a praise. Yeah. Uh, I know something else that came to my mind is you know a very recent thing, but our new um, mission hub in Walkertown, mm-hmm. which is which is something that we as a church family have been praying for actually for, and I know it's something that you've had in your heart for quite a while. Right. And that I don't think it's a coincidence that that that, that prayer has been answered now of all times. Mm-hmm. That we're positioned in Walkertown to really be able to open up some stuff and offer some services to people who are in need. Yeah. And that was that when we first started Project 3.3 back in 2013, you know, our hopes and dreams was to create these mission hubs all over the world, really, and um, to be able to go in and, and, and serve the people in that community. And that mission hub would be specialized for that community. Mm-hmm. And it's taken seven years, and we finally have an opportunity to open one up over in Walkertown. And, um, and yeah, I mean, it, it's, I, th- I don't think it's a coincidence mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, a season of Project Re3 when our uh, national, domestic, international mm-hmm. mission trips have been reduced. Now we can turn that energy, those yeah. funds, um, attention to serving locally. Yeah. And, um, and I'm excited to see what all is going to happen there in that mission hub. We already have several people that have heard about it that have reached out to mm-hmm. us for various uh, mission opportunities. And, and I think it's going to be That's incredible. Yeah. yeah, definitely a huge praise there. Yeah, we're excited about that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, just the fact we can do this, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, I, I'm going to sound like the old guy, you know, that that's, uh, <laughs> fears change, but I, I was always kind of like, <laughs> oh, we don't need video streaming. That's for those newfangled churches. Um, even though we're like seven years old. Right. And, and that's it. And, but it wasn't, it wasn't anything that was on my priority list. I, I wasn't actively seeking a way to do quality streaming. Um, it just, it wasn't on my radar. We mm-hmm. just, I don't know, my attention was elsewhere on other things. And so one of the things that COVID mm-hmm. has done is this made us uh, really reevaluate how we do church and how we do worship outside of these four walls on Sunday mornings. Right. And, um, and so, again, with having a little bit of extra money because we weren't necessarily spending them on mission mm-hmm. trips and things like that, we, we took, and for the first time in seven years, reinvested some money into our church. Yeah. And um, and so we were able to upgrade the sound system, and we're in the process of upgrading the video system. And Lord willing, this is the last t- last Sunday we'll be streaming on an iPhone, which is what <laughs> we've done for the last eight months. Um, we, we've got a new audio a video system that will debut hopefully next Sunday, uh, which will have all the bells and whistles, mm-hmm. and it'll look really professional yeah. and sound professional. Um, you know, and so honestly, if COVID hadn't happened, we wouldn't be doing this yeah. right now. I mean, it just wasn't on my radar. Yeah. And can I also say, I mean, given a year of so much uncertainty and job loss and job change, our giving has not changed or dipped at no, all this year. Really and so not. we were only able to do that because of all of your generosity and, and the fact that, that giving didn't suffer this year at all, even though there were large portions where we weren't meeting in person, um, that never changed. And so we, we do want to take that chance to, to thank you all for your generosity and, and your, your steadfastness in that. Yeah, and in fact, I'll just go ahead and share this news this week. Um, uh, Kim Bennett, our um, office manager extraordinaire, CFO, um, all things that holds the church together, called me, and you know it was almost like giddy where she said, "I want to tell you something." She was like, "This year, giving has been our biggest year we've ever had." Man, and um, which is absolutely incredible in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of so much uncertainty. 
um, to be able to go into 2021 yeah. with a surplus of being able to really pour into whatever God <coughs> kind of gives us here um, this year is absolutely incredible. And it's a testament to the people in our community mm -hmm. that, that know in their heart God is doing something pretty radical here at Project Re3. And, you know, we've, we've stocked the storehouses. And yeah. now we're ready to kind of open them up and, and, and really help those that, that are in great need. And so thank you so much yeah. for just your generosity, for your, your continued trust. Um, in the stewardship of Project Re3, and man, all the things that we're set up for now to succeed in 2021, because you have been so faithful uh, this past 12 months. Man, so. absolutely. Yeah. So we've got a lot of stuff. It yeah. looks like kind of um, rolling in. I'm, I'm going to let Tim, he's our uh, IT expert, I'm kind of scroll down. Guy. Again, this may seem a little clunky, but we're just doing this for the first time. We literally have this uh, Facebook pulled up right here. Man, there's quite a bit. There, yeah, yeah, you guys been gonna, chiming we're in. Celebrate these together. Um, let's see, uh, it's, it's so it was like Qu Quentin's actually happy to be with us. Also, Quentin, very happy to be with us. What? This is the best pastor I've ever. Thank you, Quentin. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. But no, nah, Quentin said he loves having the opportunity um, just to be here. Answered prayer for him and Leslie. Um, awesome. And Lauren, Lauren Stroop has some answered prayers, both personally and professionally. That's great to hear. The Jerry Van Brum had an awesome period of family time with Daniel and Joey, both being home from March through July. So, so you know, and, and we've been hearing that from a lot of people is that, that, that the, the time in quarantine actually served me just a great time of kind of being able to rest and be with family and have time with family that we, we wouldn't normally have. Yeah, I, and, you know, I, I joke a lot about um, the introvert in me. You know, I need my alone time. I need to be able to recharge. And for the last eight or nine months. I haven't been able to do that with three kids and a wife at home um, all 24-7. Um, you, know, you know, but it's been awesome. I mean, it's, I've been able to spend more time with my family over the last nine months than I ever could have imagined. And, yeah. and it's because of COVID. And mm -hmm. we've been able to, you know, do a little bit of traveling, going outdoors, doing mm -hmm. things, um, playing board games, watching TV. It's just, it's been great to have yeah. the five of us together and then there's been moments, like, we, we know it. I mean, you guys know it. You've been at home with your, with your families. Um, you, know, you know, there's something about distance makes the heart grow fonder every once in a while. But, uh, but there has been this time of quality time where you kind of get to reintroduce yourself to your spouse and your kids. And the time that you get to spend together has been a blessing. Oh, yeah. And we've seen that a lot popping up here. Absolutely. Yeah. And then Jennifer Jones got to marry her best friend this year. Oh, does Paul know about this? <laughs> I kid. Uh, but yeah, that, that's right. We kicked off 2020 with, with an incredible wedding, our first yeah. wedding ever physically here yeah. at, at our church. Um, a lot of folks are getting married outside the church now at various other venues and outdoor places. But um, yeah, Paul and Jennifer got married right here um, in this very sanctuary, first wedding we ever did um, to kick off 2020. So that was great. Absolutely. And we're happy to have you guys here. We love you guys. Yeah. And then uh, Sheila said that Tom had the best garden he ever had. Oh, look at Tom with the green thumb. With a green thumb. Now, my question to Tom is, <laughs> if you had such a great garden, I don't remember getting any veggies. Did you get any veggies? I didn't get any veggies. So, Tom, come on now. <laughs> like, you got to support the pastors. So, But, yeah, that's great. Tom dove in and had a great garden, uh, something to give praise for. See, and then Brenda Smith said that God gave us the opportunity to sell my in-law's house and provided a house two doors down from us to move into. Oh, fantastic. And that, that, that is provision, to be able to have family close like that, and be able to, to make a way for the, us to take care of each other. Mm -hmm. um, so we, we love hearing that, Brenda. That, that is an answered prayer. Mm -hmm. 
Let's see what else we got here. Yeah, th thank you everyone for com keep commenting. Lots this is of great. great comments. Uh, so Gail said that Mar that she and Mark both felt positive the whole time. But you know, it's, it's nice to be stuck with your best friend, and, and if they're still your best friend after all this, that's even better. And I know Mark got a lot of projects done. Right? <laughs> Mark I mean, did get a lot of projects Gail done. Gail definitely had this honeydew <laughs> list, and Mark has been knocking them off. So that's good for you, Mark. Uh, so looks like uh, Heather Kennedy is is uh, is sharing your celebration of Jamaica, remembering some fun times in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Uh, and then Jerry said that Bill had a great experience in Jamaica also. So, yeah, hopefully we can make it back to Jamaica this yeah. year. That'd be great. And then Sheila said that Kirsten graduated from high school and Jay survived Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Germany survived Jay. I mean, that's what we should be saying. But, yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah. This year at RE3, we had our largest graduating class ever, um, the most high school seniors we've mm -hmm. ever had graduated, the most college um, graduates we've ever had. And, and I forgot all about that until just, just now. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, that is a praise. We, we had a ton of graduates this year. And I would encourage anyone who's curious about Jay's journey back from Germany during quarantine. It is an interesting story. You should ask about that. Yeah, because he was, he was over in Germany as um, studying abroad uh -huh. from UNCG when all of this COVID mess hit. And just uh, his adventure, trying to get home. Um, it's pretty cool. So you definitely ask Jay about that. And I'm sure at the time, Sheila and Tom didn't think it was an adventure. But it's an, <laughs> it's an adventure now. <laughs> uh, and then Kirsten, did, she survived her first semester of college with the grades that she wanted. That's Good awesome. Job, Kirsten. That's amazing. And then Crystal Henderson said that Kate and Olivia both got great jobs in their own homes. Man. I know Jason has, um, you know, last couple of weeks offered a lot of praises that Two of his three kids are out of the house. <laughs> so that's good. But no, it's a testament to great parenting that yeah, you guys sure. um, have raised these amazing adult uh, – they're not kids anymore. They're, yeah. they're, 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 they're adults, and they both have great jobs and are able to move out and, and buy their own homes or, or rent their own homes and just get out and really have life together. And so that, that is cool. Yeah. Let's see, we got Jerry saying that uh, Joey graduated from high school and Daniel had the best semester of school this fall, which I'm sure a lot of kids can't say that. With oh, yeah. <laughs> given everything going on. If you could survive school right now, uh. honestly, you can survive anything. I mean, just the college kids of what they've been able to have to go through with their colleges, um, our high school, middle, elementary, all the craziness there with the schools. I, I know that as parents, we worry, you know, like, is this going to set them back? I don't think so. No, I mean, I, I honestly no. think this is one of those things that's going to build this resiliency. I mean, there's yeah. you go back to, um, and I'm not saying this lightly, you go back to the 40s and World War II, there was a reason why that's known as the greatest generation. That's true. Um, you have to build up this resiliency. You build up this drive, this uh, this ability to adapt and yeah. create. And, and, and that's what our generation right now are having to do. Absolutely. Um, from elementary up to, you know, college age. You know, they're having to learn adaptability. They're having to learn how to persevere. And I just think it's going to set them up for success. I don't think it's going to set them back at all. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I think this is an opportunity for this next generation to to grow even stronger than than this generation that we're in now. Yeah. yeah. And Zoom. Yeah, thanks, and Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> they've learned Zoom, for they've, sure. They've definitely learned Zoom. All right. Uh, and then Sharon Burnett is celebrating time at the beach with her family and friends. Uh, things felt normal at the beach, which we're at the beach too. They, they, you know, it's, things do feel normal on the beach. Mm -hmm. And I know Sharon's excited about the Mission Hub as well. And then Beth says that she was able to teach uh, her first class at Wake Law as an adjunct professor, and she loved it. 
So it's one thing to teach as an adjunct professor, but she even loved it in the process. She did, and her students loved her, and, and, and that's even better. You know, it's a testament to the person she is. Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. Um, and to be able to, you know, I'm very, I'm going to brag on my wife. I mean, it, it's, it's something pretty incredible to still hold down a full-time job um, working in the medical field and all the pressures that comes there at the hospital, having three kids at home that are now um, virtually homeschooled, and to start teaching a class also, a law class, um, that's a lot. That was a lot of um, things to juggle, and Beth handled it like a champ. Yeah. And, um, you know, I couldn't. <laughs> she did. Face, I can barely handle one job. <laughs> I work two hours a week. Um, so that's that. What else we got going on? Well, John Henderson is celebrating many great times doing outdoor activities with my family and friends. Yeah, John has become quite the disc golfer. And so Absolutely. Um, he's looking good out there. And so I think 2022 will probably be ready for the Pro Tour. <laughs> but yeah, he's spent a lot of time outdoors. Which, I mean, I have to say, because I live close by, so I, I pass the church whenever I leave our house. It's, it, I love seeing cars in our parking lot people out there playing, using our disc golf course. Yeah. I, I love the fact that this is available to the community, that, that anyone can use it. And especially with COVID, people are doing more outdoor stuff this year than ever. So mm-hmm. I feel like our, our disc golf course got a lot of use from the community. Yeah, when the Van Brunts built this course a couple of years ago um, for an Eagle Scout project and all the Eagle Scouts here around Kernsville came and our uh, Boy Scouts came and helped out, you know, we, we weren't really sure what to expect. But you're right. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, during COVID, there wasn't, a, you know, especially during the stay-at-home orders, there yeah. wasn't a lot of places you could go. Even some of the parks were shut down. And our parking lot stayed full. And yeah. I'd, be, I'd sit in my office, and I'd see car after car pull in, and I'd look out at the disc golf course here at the church, and there'd be, you know, a group of guys playing. There'd be mm-hmm. families playing, kids playing, and just giving them a place to, to come and, and to step foot here on, on our For property. Sure. Even if they never walk in the doors mm-hmm. of this church, that's okay because I think God provided and still provides a place for people just to get out and just sure. enjoy nature, enjoy time together to fellowship. Mm-hmm. And there's there's something special about um, this property. God yeah. is doing some really cool things with it. I agree wholeheartedly. All right, what else we have here? Sammy is saying when we were able to spend time with our friends and family in person, it was so much more meaningful after being apart. So, like, distance makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah, and understanding fellowship and coming together um, more than ever. And, and, and that's something mm-hmm. that... I, I know I found as a pastor, um, and, and maybe after doing this now for almost 25 years, you kind of forget that um, a big part of church is is the fellowship, is the community. Yeah. And um, when we first started, you know, we, we didn't have church for three months, and in June when we started meeting back together, it, I could have preached anything. The band, Daniel, the band <laughs> could have played anything. It didn't matter. It was just as people were walking in and seeing each yeah. other once again and their eyes were connecting, it was like being at a, I don't know, a 100,000-person concert, you yeah. know, even with the 30 of us that were here because it was so exciting for people to see one another again and to be able to share in fellowship. And, you know, it's something that uh, I think I had just become, um, I don't know, just kind of numb to it, just really mm-hmm. think about it, you know, the, the importance of fellowship. And I'm convinced that is, man, it, it may be number one for the church, and yeah. especially going forward is, man, you can find better preaching anywhere online um, than what you're going to get here. Um, but you're not going to find the fellowship of just being shoulder to shoulder and seeing people and seeing your friends and catching up and sharing life together. And um, that's definitely something that yeah. God reminded me of this past year. For sure. Same here. 
And the, the Nuwadis had an eventful year this year, too. They did, yeah. yeah. So Dave added two grandkids. Yeah. Right? So congratulations, Will and Charlie mm-hmm. and the wives and, and everyone else in the family. So definitely celebration there. And then David also started his new business. Yeah. So Dave is, is doing his handyman business and something mm-hmm. that, you know, he's, he's done here at church for years. Oh, yeah. You know, kind of behind the scenes, helping out, doing some stuff. And now he's... He just took that step of faith, and I'm proud of you, Dave. And I'm Absolutely. really, you know, and and even, and even the, the being able to, like, like we talked about earlier, take something hard like being laid off from your job and turning it into a positive, like he said, of of like, well, now he has an opportunity to do this thing that he's actually always wanted to do. Yeah. And the Lord's blessed it. He's yeah. been very, very busy. And and you know, and, it, and it's so cliche, and we just kind of gloss over the old saying of when do, when God closes one door, another will open, mm-hmm. and, and and that's not anywhere in the Bible. That was just something somebody kind of paraphrased and made up. But it's true. Yeah. You know, just because um, there's a door shut, or just because as you're traveling down this this journey of life, you get to a dead end, doesn't mean that you don't turn somewhere and there's something else even better. Right. And and Davis and so many other people are testimonies of that of being laid off or having something happen last year that was kind of an end of a season, a dead end, a door being shut, and just being open to say, all right, God, what's next? And for that door to be open and to be able to take that step of faith into what is next is is very inspiring mm-hmm. and, um, and, and full of faith. Definitely. Um, you know, Sharon Burnett is, is just reflecting her time working at the Shalom Project mm-hmm. and her opportunity to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, Bill, you know, thank you very much for your comments. Bill and Jerry Van Brunch are able, able to be working the whole time. They're thankful that they've been able to work this all of this. Um, Dave saying that you know Maggie graduated from high school. You know, and one, I know one of our graduates. Some doubts about that. Um, <laughs> good job, Maggie. I know we were worried, but good job. And then Gail Spillane, same with daycare being closed for a little bit. They got to spend more time with Mark's grandson, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, John Henderson saying he and Jennifer both had. T- um, full-time jobs during all this. So, I mean, a lot, a lot of just job protection during all this, which is amazing. And John actually is working toward his second career right now, you know, and so he's working on some insurance licensing and things like that, and so mm-hmm. already kind of looking at things post-law enforcement. And awesome. so, you know, I think having this downtime allows you to do things like that. For, absolutely, and, and that's exciting to hear. Mm-hmm. So what, what is Kim Bennett telling us to do? What is she saying? Oh, she's thankful for you, Mike, and the Aww. staff, and the leadership, and being able to be flexible in the, in the last year and meet our meet Rethree's needs. Well, thanks, Kim. Thanks, Kim. The glue that holds us all together. She really is. Uh, oh, she- <laughs> <laughs> Classic <laughs> Sheila. This will tell you a lot about the Smiths. They're thankful for Gypsy Road Brewing Company. Uh, I think a lot of people are during COVID. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and, and just being able to spend time yeah. with you guys. Yeah. Bennett. I like how she's naming people. She's name so, dropping. Um, for those of you who didn't know, we started a, uh, a impromptu re three small group at a brewing company during COVID. Which is very, very actually very us today. Yeah, it is very, very <laughs> us. So um, that's awesome. <laughs> but, but again, going back to it, it has been fun to have, you know, like Friday nights, we meet with friends and just be able to just talk and be in person. And, and, and that, that is valuable. And, mm-hmm. and, and um, I think having everything over Zoom and being in our houses so much has really brought that to the forefront. And so mm-hmm. we're, thank you, Sheila. We're, we're, we're thankful for you guys and for the Bennetts and just our, our time together also. Uh, and Mark Spillane, some people were able to improve upon their disc golf game. That's which, right. Which I think you have a big announcement, don't you, Mike? I don't know. I mean, I don't, <laughs> don't want to brag. But, um, but, yeah, disc golf, you know, is a passion of mine. I love it. Um, it's just one of my hobbies. And, um, and so, yeah, so this year um, uh, I'll – be sponsored somewhat, and so yeah, so I'll be uh, 
we'll be doing some things uh, working for a, a disc golf company over in Las Vegas. And Whoa. So, um, yeah, so that'd be kind of cool working with them and partnering with them and being sponsored there. And so, um, but yeah, we love it. So, yeah. um, and, I, and I think that's a, that's, a, I think that's a common theme that I see at Re3 is, I mean, whether it's disc golf, whether it's board games, well, I mean, I, I think the Lord uses the things that we're passionate about in the most, you know, in, in most seemingly, you know, you wouldn't think they'd be things that the Lord would use, but he uses those things to bring his kingdom. Yeah. You know, and I, and I think that's a, that's a very common theme in our, in our church. Yeah, and, and, you know, it's funny with the disc golf. I mean, it was not anything that um, I ever anticipated, but uh, for me personally, I've done more counseling on the disc golf course than I have yeah. in the office this year or even in the past, because I'll get guys that'll call and say, hey, let's go play disc golf, and um, and we'll go play, but it didn't really disc golf what they want. They just want to get out there and talk and, right. and work through things, and so that's been, you know, that's how kind of how guys operate, shoulder to shoulder, right. more than face to face, and and being able to put together a group of guys occasionally that just get together once a week or every other week, and, and we get together and play disc golf and kind of share life together, it's, it's really kind of this um, fun men's small group that has yeah. started just because we can, you know, yeah. just it's over something as silly as, as throwing a disc <laughs> into a basket. I mean, you know, but but we can get together and share life, mm-hmm. and um, and so I think that's where God is. God is very organic, and He allows our passions to, um, like He said, He gives us the the desires of our heart, and He allows those passions to to seamlessly blend with His passions, and just God works things out in, in some amazing, crazy ways. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, Carolyn Nwani got to start playing with the band again for a little bit. We're, yes, we're happy to see her so up here. So good to have Carolyn back in the band. And then, let's see, Gracie got into grad school this year. Congratulations. Yeah. And you made it through your first semester. Go Spartans. We got quite <laughs> a few people over at UNCG right I now. I know. So they should name a wing after us or something. <laughs> they should. And then Sheila is just grateful that Dakota has been able to be able to play soccer this fall. Mm. Yeah, and... Um, Dakota has. He's been able to get out, and, and that's what teenage boys need. You know, they need to be able to go out and burn some energy and do some things and have that. I mean, you know, yeah. from being a youth pastor for oh yeah, years, <laughs> for, sure. for Dakota. I mean, that, that's you know, uh, it just helps your wellness of your whole being, you know, yeah. mentally, emotionally, to be able to get out and to do that. Um, Dorothy is is very excited about the Mandalorian and yes. Grogu, and so um, that's that's the char- uh, Charlie. Char- 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 Charlie's proud just of your little head. sister, and so there you go. Uh, Man, I think we've reached the end of our comments. Thank you, everyone, for I mean, for chiming in. Um, th- th- this is you know, we, we, it, it's been so much fun to just. Um, hear what's been going on in your lives. Oh, and, and Daniel says that, that Lauren started a dance company, too. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, Lauren, who had been working with a dance company that had been using RE3, decided this year she wanted to kind of branch out on her own, and she started her own um, Kernsville Dance Company. And um, and so it meets here. At, I mean, it's full, a couple nights mm-hmm. a week. And we're even looking at maybe doing another satellite location over at the new facility in Walkertown. And so there's possibilities of growth there. Again, somebody else who steps out in faith, following their passion, and God is just ultimately rewarding them and, and, and blessing them. And that's awesome. Yeah. And I know, you know when, Wendy goes to the, to the Wednesday dance classes, and she has a blast. She, she loves it. So yeah. we're really thankful for what Lauren's doing here. Yeah. Well, do I don't know if God laid anything. God it's laid a verse on my heart that I wanted to share this morning. Um, I don't know if you have one or not. Two I, I have one, but, but maybe they'll overlap. You can share yours. All right. So this was, I just read this this morning. And when I read it, uh, man, I, so many 
people and things kind of came to mind, and I, I haven't really been able to shake it. I think this speaks a lot into 2021, and I know that this verse is going to be my prayer for this year. Like, I just I just know it. This is going to be my life verse for 2021. Um, if you have your Bibles, you can turn me to the book of Romans, chapter 15, verse 13. Um, I'm going to be reading out of the NIV version, but this is Romans 15, 13. Um, says this, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust him, so that he may so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna read that one more time. May the God of hope is not hope in a vaccine or hope in a government or hope in a stimulus check. Um, that's those things are great, but that's not where we find our hope. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. Yeah. And I think if there's something that all of us crave after 2020 is joy and peace. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust him. It's not about just waking up one morning and opening your front door and finding joy and peace on your front steps. We actually have to do something. And that's what's great about a relationship with God is God's willing to give if we're willing to be a part of it. And and so he's saying, look, I am the God of hope and I'm here to give you joy and peace, but you've got to trust me. And so it says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. This year, I, I know I want us all to be agents of hope, to have that hope that overflows mm-hmm. out of us because it's the Holy Spirit who pours that hope into yeah. us. Um, but we've got to trust him. We've got to say, you know what, 2020 as a, as a whole, may not have been the year that I expected, but God, you still showed up. You still allowed some amazing things to, to happen. And um, it's almost like if you've ever seen a forest that's been just destroyed by a forest fire, and you go back um, sometime later, and all of a sudden you see this new growth kind mm-hmm. of popping up here and there. Um, let's face it, 2020 was a forest fire, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it was scorched earth in a lot of ways. But if we really stop and step back and look, we can see some greenery that um, is popping up through um, last year that's going to bleed into this year. And we just have to continue to trust God, to trust him. He promises he'll give us joy. He promises he'll give us peace. And if we trust him, then the hope that the Holy Spirit um, gives us will overflow from us yeah. into those that we come in contact with. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And, and, and really kind of goes along with what, what the verse that was stood out to me. You know, the verse that stood out to me was um, Matthew chapter 6, uh, verses 33 through 34, where he says, you know, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, I, I, when I read that, um, I thought Michael Jordan. You, know, you, you watched a documentary that came out this year about the, dream, mm-hmm. the Chicago Bulls dream team. Yep. <clears throat> and I think you and I even talked about this. At the, if, if you watch the documentary, at the end of the documentary, um, this, this sports broadcaster was talking about um, the legacy of Michael Jordan and what made, my, what made Michael Jordan such a, a legendary basketball player. And he even says it, it wasn't that he could run fast or, or jump high or that, that he had an amazing shot. It was that Michael Jordan lived completely and totally in the moment. Mm-hmm. He wasn't focused on, you know, a, a shot that he might miss in the future. He wasn't dwelling on a shot that he missed in the past. He was completely present 
in the moment. And I think coming from me, someone who tends to live in the future a lot and tends to, I, I tend to be a big planner and, and, and I, can, I can take that to the extreme and, and worry about what's 2021 going to be like? What's, how long is this vaccine going to be good for? You know, what's going to happen? You know, all these things. Um, but but it, this is Jesus' reminder of like, look, like if you put my kingdom first, then you don't have to worry about tomorrow. I'm going to take care of you. And so I'm just excited about our opportunities with, with the Mission Hub. And, and, and as much as we hate the fact that all this stuff is even happening, Jesus says that we're the light. And you, 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 a light is the most valuable when there's darkness. Yeah. And so um, as much as we wish this stuff wasn't happening, friends, this is our opportunity to show people light. This is, this is when people are looking for light the most. Right. Yeah, you're exactly. If I handed you a flashlight right now in this well-lit room, you'd be like, why are you giving me this? Like, right. we don't need it. You step in the pitch darkness, you need that light. Yeah. Exactly right, Tim. Great, yeah. great words. So, so um, uh, you know, we don't know what 2021 holds, but I'm excited about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I am too. And, and God was faithful and mm-hmm. he was fruitful last year. And I believe he's setting us up for something big this year. Something, I agree. Something historic in the world of Project Re3 in our community. I agree. And, and, and I, I anticipate that this time next year, we're going to be doing this again. And we're going to be talking about how, this, how 2021 was in, in the life of our church and, and in our family's lives was another, just the, another best year ever. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, we'll wrap up things. Mm-hmm. And Daniel and Charlie are still here. I said, hey, if you guys want to request a song, then throw it in the chat. You know, let us, let us know what song you may see. And we're going to put these guys on the spot and see if they truly are the professional musicians they have led us to believe that they are. So if there is, if there is a song, then um, go ahead and throw that in. Um, we'll let Daniel and Charlie come on up. And if nobody requests one, then I don't know what that means. Maybe, um, <laughs> <laughs> just leave. Was walk, right, we'll walk go have out. lunch. Um, I knew it. I knew somebody <laughs> would say Freebird. So thank you, Sam, for that. Um, Victory in Jesus, that's another one. I mean, I, it came from JD. I don't know if that's serious or not. But y'all can try it. I, mean, I don't know if y'all want to get in the chorus of that. I mean, that's, that's old school, and that's great. That's one of my favorite hymns. Um, but, yeah, here's some more people just thanking um, God just for uh, – for Project Re3, we have another requ- request, um, Climb This Mountain, you know, uh, uh, what is that one, the um, Will Riggin song, yeah. uh, y'all can jump on that one, What a Friend We Have in Jesus is another one that's come up, so um, Brantley would like Holy Spirit, so um, that's coming from uh, Lauren. Lauren Real, I don't know who that is, but anyway, <laughs> she, she, uh, like evidently her kid is requesting a song, so I'm going I'm to turn it over to you guys, yeah. do what you will, play whatever you want, um, thank you so much for tuning in this morning, this has been really fun, maybe we need to do this again sometime, yeah, that'd be and, a blast. Uh, just interactive, maybe, what if we made church interactive on Sunday mornings when everybody's here, Oof, that'd that could get kind of crazy, that'd be so, crazy. Um, yeah. anyway, thanks so much for tuning in, it's been a lot of fun, I'll turn it over to these two handsome guys and let them kind of run with it. <laughs>